the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. In the words of my late friend Aretha Franklin, show some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> right, it's a very serious show. This is the Liberty Hour. Sure it is. Each and every Sunday night, 8 to 9, where we discuss and dissect political talking points of both parties. And the way I get motivated is I like to watch the Sunday shows, which is not good for my steering wheel, Macbeth. It's got bite marks all over it. I'm very aggravated today. And I've been listening to all the different pundits and all the different arguments. And the one thing that I, I have to be, I have to remind everybody from, from time to time, no matter what we're talking about when it comes to government jobs, virtue does not come with a job title. Why is that a hard concept for people to get? Virtue does not come because someone got a yes on a job application scored enough on a civil service test to become a government employee. There is no virtue there. And, you know, I could take the the low-hanging fruit, and we could go over Elger Hiss, communist at the height of the Soviet Union, at the height of the Cold War, World War II, FDR's right-hand guy. We could talk about all of the different people who were interwoven with FDR, arguably one of the most effective socialists to ever be president. But there's one employee in particular who's on all the Sunday shows. He's on all the talking points. In fact, Macbeth, I know you're uh, fiddling with your headset and your microphone. No, my microphone literally came detached, so I'm holding it. All right, well, good thing you're the maintenance guy. You can fix that during the break. I guess so. If you can, give me uh, Chuck Todd, who is annoying me with his giddiness, even though I can't stop watching the loss of hair that he has from week to week. Can you hit it for me? This Sunday, politicizing the Russia probe. President Trump revokes the security clearance of former CIA chief John Brennan. Mr. Brennan has a history that calls into question his objectivity and credibility. And threatens to do the same to other former officials who've criticized him. Security clearances for those who still have them may be revoked. And even for a current Justice Department official. I think Bruce Orr is a disgrace. I suspect I'll be taking it away very quickly. Brennan reacts. 
I think this is uh, an egregious um, act that it flies in the face of traditional practice, as well as common sense, as well as national security. Says Mr. Trump is abusing the power of his office. He's drunk on power. He really is. And calls the president's move an attempt to scare into silence others who might dare to challenge him. My guest this morning, the man at the center of the controversy, John Brennan. Plus, late word that President Trump's White House counsel, Don McGahn, has been cooperating extensively with Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. One prosecutor calls this like having keys to the kingdom. I'll talk to President Trump's current lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. Okay, so that was the setup of the show. Sounds like a jam-packed show. It was a jam-packed show. And here's the the thing. I've heard all, uh, all of the defense of Brennan. But there's one thing Brennan says, and I didn't want you to go through it because you're a very busy guy. It was a long, long interview. He says, I'm not a Republican and I'm not a Democrat. You know what? He's exactly right. Because the only affiliation that John Brennan has with a political party is the Communist Party USA. And the only on record vote that he admits to is for a guy by the name of Gus Hall. Now, Gus Hall ran for president during the Reagan-Carter election of 76. Um, and one of the things that people don't talk about is what happened in 76. You know, we, here we are, we're way in, we're so progressive now, we're way in the future, we're, everybody's, that, that communist idea, that's way back there. We don't have to talk about that anymore. But this was right after the Vietnam War. And that the Vietnam War was really, uh, you know, I, I, I have my own belief system. I don't think we should have been there. There's no question about it. I have a family member we lost there. It's tragedy, the 58,000 guys, and for what? I get all of that perspective. But there was an argument that, had to be, that, that should have been made was that communists, communism was spreading throughout Asia. See, that's before China was communist. That's when the fear was China would become communist. That's when the KGB and Russia had a system where they were going to infiltrate governments around the world and take those governments into communism, knowing that that's the only way communism had any sort of a chance is if the entire world bought into it. What time frame are you talking about? I'm talking about the 70s, but the communist plot. Okay. China, taken... China was communist long before then. Well, no, they weren't. They were, yeah, they were... post-World War II. It was Mao... Oh, you wiped out the nationalists with the help of the Russians. You're right, you're right, yeah. you're right. So World War II is when it really started to spread. Correct. And the problem I have with World War II, our position during World War II, is that FDR started to call Joe Stalin Uncle Joe. And in, in fact, do you remember, Macbeth, after World War II, there was some upheaval in the Soviet Union, and FDR offered to send him a battleship. Yeah, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah, what are you talking about? Well, the, yeah, I mean, you remember the stories in the history books, of course. So one of the main problems I have with this is that this Gus Hall, during the height of the Cold War, from the 70s, 60s, really, he was from 1959 to 2000, the head of the Communist Party USA. That was Gus Hall's official position. Now, Gus Hall was financed by the Moscow Russian Center for Preservation which in many documents by the NSA was referred to as Russian gold because the Soviet Union directly, as we now know in a, uh, in papers found in the nineties, ironically enough, we now know was funded solely by mother Russia that this Yuri Bezmenov, when he flipped in the seventies and he came over as an ex KGB agent and he told us we have a real big problem here because the KGB has a strategy 
We didn't need the Americans to come out as a as a as a weekly show. They were he was telling us back in the 70s that the KGB had infiltrated American life and they were putting in key jobs and key positions and low level government officials, KGB operatives and KGB uh, uh, apparatchiks to work with turning other Americans in those positions into communist sympathizers. That was something that we used to hear. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when that was actually an accusation of a crime, when you were a communist sympathizer. Right. Now, it seems that we don't have that anymore. You notice how that just dissipated? Yes. After, you know what, maybe the last 25 years, all of a sudden communism Significantly in the last five to six. Now, one of the big things, if you listen to the Liberty Hour, is that we point out that the, de- the Democrats, really since Kennedy, in my opinion... Um, have turned into Soviets, that their platform is very similar to every Soviet country, to every socialist country, and that the Democrats can't separate themselves from socialists. Well, to me, socialism is communism without uniforms. That's all it really is. And one of the things that you have to keep in mind, when we have people who are heads of the CIA, this man, John Brennan, isn't just some crackpot who worked at the DMV. This guy was the head of the CIA. This guy, his only admitted political affiliation is through Gus Hall, voting for Gus Hall, spreading the word of Gus Hall, given a choice between the Democrat, who Jimmy Carter at that time, if you remember how he was running, he wasn't running as a, a Friedman. He wasn't running as Frederick Hayek. Yeah. He was running as a socialist light even then. Well, I'm going to jump and be giddy at this opportunity. Yeah. Uh, Jim, who was on hold, pointed out that uh, 76 was Reagan Ford. I actually missed that. When you were saying it, 76 was Reagan Ford, 80 was Reagan Carter, or sorry, Carter Ford, Reagan Carter. Oh, you have I confused it enough? You, you, yeah. you know what? You're right. You're 76 right. So, was Reagan or geez, Carter Ford. You're right. Well, Jim, we really have to stop doing the show at night. You know what it is? You know what it is? I rushed you in here. I inundated you with clips. And then we found the one with the taffy apple, the Reverend Al Sharpton. Which, the minute I gave it to you, I knew it's I threw just, you off. It's, it's off too kilter. easy. I almost feel bad playing it. Well, you know. It's just too easy. It's, it's, it's a thing because what we're watching is that these stations that these guys are on, uh, Chuck Todd, CNN, MSNBC, these stations have declared a war with Trump. And what we're seeing is, now if you listen to the show, I don't like any of Trump's economic policies i recognize them for the keynesian failure they are okay and that's that goes for all of you we have one of the listeners that copied me to a facebook post mcbeth i didn't tell you this i never go on facebook i don't even have messenger on my phone he gets me in this argument i know it's quite annoying actually about tariffs and i you know the next thing i know i've got article i mean, i can't I, i'm in the middle of an emotional argument i'm arguing with strangers for god's sakes there's your first mistake and the problem is i've watched republicans adopt keynesianism because they like trump so i i don't like trump's economic policy that being said i like some of the things he does and the other thing i do is i recognize that he has been elected by the public Right. He won the Electoral College. I know he didn't win the popular vote, but he's the president. I haven't been happy about a president since Bush in really since TARP. But even before that, I was disgusted with him. So I haven't been a hardcore Republican for 15 years. This is not about party affiliation. This is about communists, sympathizers and socialists interwoven in our government, pretending to now be patriots and martyrs like Brennan. We'll be back after these messages. If you're on the line, stay on the line. 312-642-5600. I don't know what we're yelling about!
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows and I did say that it rises to and exceeds the level of uh, uh, high crimes and misdemeanors and is nothing short of treasonous. I didn't mean that he committed treason, but it was a term that I used, nothing short of treasonous. Well, you didn't mean that he committed treason, though. I said it's nothing short of treasonous. That was the term that I used, yeah. So we'll get into the, the president's behavior in a second, but... Do you think that John Brennan's hyperbole is an issue here? Is one of the reasons we're having this crisis? Well, I, I, I think it is. Uh, I think, um, you know, John uh, is, is sort of like a freight train, and he's going to say what's on his mind. First of all, I don't understand this whole this whole problem with ex-government officials losing their security clearance. Why do they still have security clearances? You know, if they're not doing the job. It is government is so frustrating because the more you investigate it, the more you look into it, the more failure you see not only gets rewarded, but the more you see these scoundrels and lowlifes and scumbags that ruin the very system we love, we we demand that we want representation. The more they are they are they suck at it, the better they do in their wealth creation. This is all about money. This guy has security clearance, so he can go on CNN, and as everybody says, that's not just it. Because John Bolton was on earlier today, and he was talking about his security clearance, and how helpful it was as he sat on boards of companies. So it gives you a window into exactly what goes on with these government officials and why these jobs are so sought after by these creatures of government. And I've heard all the defense of John Brennan. He served six presidents. Well, no kidding. He's been in government for 30 years. My contention is... Yeah, that shouldn't be an argument for him having security clearance. That should be a red flag. Exactly. Bingo, Macbeth. This isn't... These aren't assets. These are liabilities. What do you mean you've been there for six presidents? You had security. Obama makes you the head of the CIA, which it an organization... That I think is completely unconstitutional. I mean it. You know, it was in 2014 that Dianne Feinstein was livid because you found out that this very guy was spying on senators. This this is the guy who lied about she, Benghazi. She didn't care this about the uh, data mining, you know. Yeah, she just citizens. Plus, but, she yeah. just wanted she didn't want her husband's Chinese investments exposed. That was her big concern. That but would I be don't care. I don't care about what got her mad. I care about the other thing. This is a part of the government, you know. And everybody now we name it the swamp, the deep state. It's not that deep. This is one layer deep. It's not the deep. This is the state itself. The problem is the institution that we pretend works for us is actually working against us at every turn. And here's one thing that this Russian investigation shows you. This is not based on actual evidence. This is based on a group of people who are sycophants to one party who don't like this guy. I don't like Trump either. Let me be very clear. I don't like him. And especially after you see this whole thing with Amoroso and she's a dog. It's despicable to me that we have these actions. I mean it, Macbeth. It's gross. I had high hopes for this guy. I thought he would make some real changes, really cut spending, really cut borrowing, really get a grip on the waste, fraud, and abuse of the military. He's not doing any of that. In fact, he's 180 degrees full speed ahead of the massive growth of government. And he's being cheered by people who used to demand for just the opposite. And it's infuriating to me. But that being said... He is not sympathizing or a a communist sympathizer. He is not colluding with Russia. He's just wrong. He's not diabolical. What's diabolical is a guy like Brennan, who voted for a communist, espoused communist principles and values, talked about how great a lowlife like Gus Hall was. 
The idea, see, to me, voting is a privilege. That's why I never buy this lesser of two cancer arguments. What do you want, the, the, the non-Hodgkins or the Hodgkins? No, 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 I don't want the cancer. So I don't ever buy this vote for the Republican like Bruce Rauner. He's not as bad as J.B. Pritzker. To me, they're both scumbags. So when I vote for somebody, I put my name next to them. That, that, you have to earn that. You just don't get it. Because what that means is, otherwise, you have me as your, I'm the serf. I'm the slave. And the problem is, I'm out of reality. Reality is just that. You're the slave to these beliefs and their little whimsical toying with the economy. You're the, you're the slave to their failure, and we keep paying. And the CIA, what's their budget? How much money are they getting? What happened to the war on drugs? Pablo Escobar wasn't uh, overthrow, or wasn't, uh, we didn't stop the flow of drugs. We took it over, for God's sakes. The evidence is very, very clear. CIA spying on senators when Brennan was in charge. Now he's a martyr. Now he's virtuous because of Trump. I mean, I don't understand why the American people aren't demanding for anybody, the CIA in general, I want a forensic audit of everything. Because if, if a guy like this, if an unhinged freak like Brennan can be in charge, who's the second, third, and fourth tier down from him? I mean, what have we become as citizens? Do we just want to pretend everything's okay and just keep our heads down? Ostrich policies? All right, I've ranted enough. Let's Show go to a some R-E-S-P-I-C-T. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Michael, Chicago. How are you, Mike? Are you there, buddy? Great. Thanks for taking my call. You know, you hit it. You started off the show with a home run. It's this elitism by these people who work for government. Now, I work for the city, and this makes me sick. These people think just because they've been there for so long, longevity is an accomplishment, and it's not. Oh, they were here through this guy and that guy. It starts out with the city or county worker going into the restaurant announcing at the counter, I work for the city, can I get something for free? And then they're on with the city. Let, let, let me finish. Then they're on with the city, and they want to take home cars. They want to drive a vehicle. P-I-C-T. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. Can, can I speak instead of the guy that can't spell? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. I mean, you maybe know, then not. They but, take yeah. home, then they want to take home car. Then they're calling the Department of Aviation. Hey, I'm flying out on vacation. Can you get me upgraded? And they think they're in government, and they deserve these clearances. You know, I had a, I had a security clearance back when I was in the National Guard. It was a low clearance, but as soon as I was out, it was yanked. That's right. These That's... people, these people want this because of status symbol, and they could throw it around and go, "I have a security clearance." Put me on your board and pay me millions of dollars. And I'm an ex-mayor, and I'm a, a mumbling idiot. Right. And you're I'm right. teaching at the University of Chicago, but if I get called in the court, I had a stroke, I can't remember anything, but I need a driver, and I need security guards, because these people are setting themselves up as royalty. We mm-hmm. don't have royalty in this country. It was set up for purpose like that. You serve your time in government, then you get out and go back. And the Republicans, we are supposed to be the ones of, of, of virtue. We are supposed to be the ones of small government, of, of restraint on government. And what do we do when we have an opportunity? We, we defend the actions of wrongdoing because it's Bre- or, uh, uh, Bolton. What do you mean John Bolton has had his security clearance all of these years he's been out of government? For what? To go sit on boards? It's despicable to me. It, it reminds me of when Trump supporters sup- go after and they, they talk about how, what a good guy Manafort is or what a great guy Cohen is. Do you realize what these guys are accused of? Do you realize what Manafort did? 
the collusion of the Ukrainian president? I'm not suggesting that that ties to Trump. What I am suggesting is it proves that Paul Manafort, Roger Stone, and Black, the torturers lobby for 40 years, these are scumbags. Because they support Trump or work for Trump, we don't have to wrap our arms around them. I don't understand why Republicans have no wall of virtue. We're playing to the lowest denominator, and we're losing. And Mike's right, because what happens? You want to take that car home. The problem with us, with us is we're as corruptible as the Democrats. What are you really arguing about when you support Trump's Keynesian economics? You're basically saying, look, I don't mind the welfare state. I just want our companies picked and choose. I just want our industries yeah, protected. Where two years ago it was, can't pick winners and losers. It's insane to me what's happened to the yeah. character of the Republican Party, because it doesn't mean anything. And nowhere is that more evident than here in Illinois. All right, I promise to keep you uh, not waiting here. Let's go to Jim. Jim in South Elgin. How are you, buddy? Hey, man. How are you? Very good. Just uh, you know, just a little correction, like you said, about the election in 76. All right, you got me. I was all excited. I made a mistake. Well, listen, we appreciate the speakerphone as well. If I was 100% well. perfect, I'd be riding my boat in the Bahamas with two pretty girls in the bow. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Anyway. <laughs> Instead, you're the reason lap dances are $30. Go ahead. They're not on my boat. No, they're free. Go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, I just want to reach out and uh, say congratulations to Helene Walsh. Yikes. I was reading that she got elected or appointed to the yeah, assembly. Yeah. Elected, appointed is not elected. No, I like Helene very well, much, and I hope so she I does very well. Say congratulations, and yeah. our good friend Joe is proud. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm happy her for her. Good. She's and first of all, she's a wonderful lady. I'm very very exactly. happy for. Her. Thank you so much, Jim. I'm sure I'll pass it on because I'm filling in for Joe Walsh on Friday. You are. He always gives me the call. Says, I'll be holding your leash half of that time. Yes, you will. He always gives me the call. Don't don't break anything. Don't get lose the FCC license. He sends me the words I can't say, which I forget on a regular basis. Not only am I filling in on that Friday, willfully. I'm filling in the next week. And then I just got word, I think Tuesday and Wednesday I'll be on the morning show. This is great, huh? Yeah, it's great for you. Horrible for Chicago. And it explains why Reisman's losing more hair. We'll be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every week. Dissecting, talking about political talking points of both parties. You know, I'm reminded by Mike's call. The idea of how corruptible we are as people and how tribal we tend to be. And the city of Chicago embodies it. But it's not just limited to that. It's all the way across the country. These jobs in government, what they've become is uh, patronage parking lots, right? They're, they're basically pay to play on an individual employment level for all intents and purposes. I find it to be laughable that every time Chuck Todd, who is so despicable, and you know the hardest thing to make about is that I was forced to watch the preview of Meet the Press today, and they bring in some dingbat from NBC News, and her, her spin is like, well, of course there's collusion. It's up. You know, and when you let these newscasters talk, you get to see who they are. That's why I like when they talk. I, uh, I, you know, one of the, the, the best things you can do for, to defend Donald Trump is let these people realize, let's, we know who they are. Chuck Todd worked for Harkin. 
lunatic Democrat. His wife is a consultant. And when you look at the list of who she's consulting for, Tim Kaine, Jim Webb, and Bernie Sanders. I mean, it is so, just so corrupted, so skewed, that we have the argument of truth versus truth with uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani. Well, she worked for uh, Kaine and Sanders. you got to wonder uh, who she was working for, or who she was rooting for in the previous collusion scandal. A consultant is a lobbyist. The DNC colluding against its candidate. I mean, what's a consultant? Candidate. A consultant is a lobbyist without the work ethic. So instead of working 20 uh, yeah. hours a week on well, lunches, right. they work 10. I mean, this is about... Well, no, they get taken to lunch. It's just so sickening. And, that, and the fact that you have these people who work in government, that's why you have these, these little walls of, of failure and corruption, the one behind Mike Madigan and the Chicago Democrats and the teachers union. I mean, it's a shame, but it, we've been overthrown by the corrupted employee to government. And they get their family members and then they get the guys that want to be employees because what Mike points out is that the moment it is better to work for the state than the private sector You're done. You're in a socialist country. And if you look at the opportunities and jobs today for young people, as we've said before, what would you tell your very son? Go to work and try to be an entrepreneur or go get a job as a fireman or go get a job as a street department or go go cozy up to Dick Mel if he can still remember where he is not hanging off the bar stool at Burke. Look at what happens to these people and their friends. You've been it's 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 just sickening and now they parade this brennan on of a hack for government for 30 years just a sycophant to democrats at the very best if not communists and all of a sudden he's virtuous he can slander a president by calling him treasonous and then walk it by oh he's not treasonous and then because he's crying that he doesn't have top secret pass to our our information anymore i mean i really think There's no way to get around it. We need a complete revamping. And how about a new law? Instead of all the laws being put on me for my Obamacare and all this nonsense, how about if you're not in the job anymore, you give back the keys to the office? What do you say? Like, like, you know, if you worked in a bank or you had any other job, the idea that these people are getting information that the average person doesn't get is despicable to me. Because not only aren't they better than us, they're worse than us. Because what we've shown and what Brennan exemplifies is that they are ideologically driven political hacks he's not interested in anything but the perspective of the communist all right let's go to john john in palatine thank you so much for calling the show hey sean uh, uh glad uh, glad to be on thank listen you. i want to say a couple of things if uh, if a poor sob like uh, myself uh decided to leave their job at uh, office depot or staples they'd hand me a box they take away my key card, and they change all my passwords. Yep, have a nice so I don't life. see why it should be any different for a bozo like Brennan, who's kind of off the rails to get his uh, security clearance taken away. Or how about anybody, thing, even if they're sane? How about just anybody just, who's not doing yeah, the job? Yeah, just anybody. You're not in the job anymore. It's revoked. And the other thing that I don't like is when uh, the Republicans say that uh, oh, we don't like what he says necessarily, but he has the right to say it, they should also add in, he doesn't have the right to security clearance. 
Nobody has a backbone, Sean. You know what, John, what reminds me, the CIA itself is a secret organization set up. I remember, uh, you know, I, I wasn't alive, but I remember reviewing the Kennedy speech on the CIA and what he felt about secret organizations. I remember all of the different South American countries the CIA infiltrated, positioned, gave weapons to, to who they decided was virtuous, not to mention the drug trade. To me, is despicable. And I'm not just talking about that uh, movie with Tom Cruise where he's the pilot, even though it's based in truth. I'm talking about just all the black ops stuff. And how about the money? Yeah. We can't find out what their budget is, nor what happens when they bust these drug dealers and catch Noriega, 55-gallon drums in the ground stuffed with money. Where's the money? Where's the money? The idea that we have an organization in this country that somehow has virtue because of employment and that it has very little oversight. Not only that, it was caught as recent as four years ago spying on the senators that had oversight. What do we have going on here? It's not that deep of a state. It's just strictly statism. And it's not supposed to live here in America. Liberty is. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. 312-642-5600. If you're on the line, stay on the line. Sean from Elmwood Park. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. This is The Liberty Hour. We're granted in the first segment. We had a couple of mistakes, but McBath, I've got funny music in my head. I've got stories I want to get into. A number of Plus, I'll never forget. We also had somebody point out that uh, one of our bumper musics is somewhat communist. Which one? That one? I, I don't know. Stuck in the middle with you? Um, I love it's when like Reagan primaried Ford. You know, I really did. I, I know I, that's I remember what you were the thinking tumultuous of with the thing. 76 thing. I really, <laughs> I really was. And then Gus Hall, I have been aware of this low life. And I remember being a kid. See, I'm lucky to be 50. So I grew up, I remember the 70s very well. You're lucky to have gotten to 50 or you're lucky to be 50 well, both, now? Both. Okay. I think it's both. But that's when, you know... The, the society in whole was very aware of socialism and communism. And what I've seen... You lie! No, it was the truth. And what's happened is that... And the reason I'm, I think I'm so disgusted is that we now pretend socialism is virtuous. And, you know, prior to, prior to the Sunday shows, the way in which the Democrats have seized that socialist mantra and the way in which they're being portrayed, both from this uh, Cortez chick... Bernie Sanders for the last, you know, who knows how long, and Barack Obama, the way that that has somehow become compassionate, it sickens me that the the philosophy steeped in force of socialism, strict force, it only exists by intimidating and controlling and seizing the assets of one in the virtuous name of another is somehow American now. I think people don't want to have that conversation or that argument with people who are at least, um, you know. Semi-openly socialist because you you end up having the oh well you know I don't think that's a good idea well you hate kids or you exactly. hate the, you and, did the, the, and you know and it's who just does a that constant now? nobody Repu- wants the Republicans do that. oh yeah it's it's flipped around that's what Republicans and, uh, like Bruce Rauner do winning that's exactly winning based what he does. on yeah winning based on uh, shaming the other person into disagreeing with her own but the true opinion. virtue the true virtue is in no force on any man that's the true virtue that's what the Enlightenment was that we are not to be extorted or intimidated 
And, you know, it, it brings me uh, – wow, let's go to Sharon before I get off topic because what do you want well, me to – Well, I want to, you to read what uh, – right. You want me to read what you Read the wrote, summary huh? of Sharon's call. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You just want me to not fill in for Joe Walsh. I grew That'll up work. with – this is Sharon. I grew up with Polish jokes, and I want to make a comment about Sicilians. What could go <laughs> wrong with this call? <laughs> All right. You got your finger on the dump button. Sharon. Of course. In Itasca, thank you so much for calling. Hi. Real quick, what is so funny is that the Polish jokes that I grew up with made those group of people seem so stupid, yet they're the only ones intelligent enough in Europe to keep the refugee migrants out that could, you know, damage their own countrymen and women. But what I wanted to say is that in recent history, Sicily and all the mob that came here from it, Al Capone and that, the mob was definitely in direct competition with the federal government at the time. This is why the government had to step in and do something. So it just went to prove as decades went by who the bigger thugs were. Unfortunately, many of them resided in the federal and state governments. As you know, we live in Illinois. And I always wondered, what's the difference between uh, gangs who come here and Italians who wear $500 Bruno Magli shoes? Easy, easy. Not very much. I'm Italian. I've got Not, nice clothes. So, See, you're, you're stereotyping. I didn't say one thing about the Polish guys in Elmwood Park well, driving the Polish Ferraris. You know what that is? That's a Mitsubishi with the scary bird on the hood. All I right. don't say anything. All right. I'm on side. All right. And like I said, if you know history, you'll know everything. And that's the bottom line. We have uh. thugs in government that have got to be basically done away with. You're not going to get an argument. Right. You're not going to get an argument on your premise, but you are going to get an argument on what's actually happening. Because you said if you know history, you know what's happening. Then you know, as well as I know, that Trumponomics is Keynesianism. And you know, as well as I know, and I was just in the middle of this Facebook argument with working men and women arguing on the virtues of taxation called tariffs. Arguing on the virtues of, of a few in Washington because they like them tinkering and picking winners and losers and tinkering with their overall macro economy. And, and the fact that we are not showing that we are still fueled on cheap and easy credit targeted to the wrong people. Because here's the other thing, Macbeth, we could do an entire hour on how the housing bubble is all over again on the exact same thing that blew it up in the first place. So I agree with also, you. Also, again, sold on, on the idea of like you're helping people. It's, it's the same spiel. Rinse and repeat. It's like listening to guys run for mayor in Chicago. You're pretty much all the same thing, just different heist, heights and different facial hair. You're all the same thing. It's like watching NBC or ABC Chicago. It's the same news, right? It's just brought to you by, by somebody with different amount of body fat. That's the only difference. It's the same now that Taft's gone. And the other thing, too, I wanted to, do we have time? I want to talk about this reverend shutting yeah, down a couple O'Hare. minutes. Uh, I mean, What's you got about name? a minute and a half left here. You said his you... name before, the, the reverend with the, the march on Ellis on uh, Lakeshore Drive. No, I didn't. I was answering your question about Harkin. Oh, all right. Well, this guy, this, there's a reverend out there. And, and, and you know, in, in Chicago, they just had that piece. The kids go back to school. It was sickening. It was hard to watch as there was another shooting. Yesterday, three guys yeah. get shot, a 53-year-old, a 40-something-year-old. It's truly ridiculous. It's just, and you see these good people, they get shot, and, and you, you hear them come after, and they all want good things. And, they, and the only answer is from some self-aggrandizing poverty pimp to go march people at O'Hare. Why aren't you in your own town? You're, 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 all this is is extortion to this church. That's all this guy wants is more money to his organization so he could have some after-school program that he could skim off the top from. It's just sickening. We in keep on the same. In my opinion. Yes. We just keep going on the same hamster wheel of, of payoff, be quiet, and failure. Nobody really wants to talk about the fact that these people who are partaking in gangs and drug distribution are just soulless. 
They're without soul. You shoot indiscriminately into a crowd, and you hope that it doesn't get out nationally. And what are the mayor's answers? I listen to Paul Vallis and the other guy with the, with the mustache that my wife thinks looks like Tom Selleck, losing his hair, I forget his name. And, and they all have different money in a different place to keep the, 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 the people quiet. It's just sickening. Nobody's interested in real answers. But us as Republicans, we need to stand for something. Stop bowing for everything. It's the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. Nice try, Sean. Is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. It's Reverend Livingston that is going to extort Chicago as he marches. Ron Livingston? Reverend. Ron Livingston? I don't know his first name. It's fungible to me. Great. Just throw Reverend in there from the Church of Perpetual Tax Evasion. And here's the thing. In your In opinion. my opinion. Look at my guy looking after me. Yeah, it's, you do love me. Um, well, well, if you get sued, I look bad. Here's so. the thing. You're going you're gonna to shut down O'Hare. And <laughs> you're, <laughs> that's me on my way home. And your way, you, you know, that's, that's really what is it that you're truly after? Are you wanting change in behavior of these gangbanging scum? Is that what you're after? Are you wanting some sort of a... Maybe they're hanging out at O'Hare. You never know. There are no demands put on the scumbags. Those scumbags are really used as extortion weapons against who? It's about the people who have to travel, who have to work. It's about quote unquote raising awareness. Oh, get the hell out of here! It's about money, because honey. Anybody watching the news would not be aware yeah. of the fact that there's a rash. It's why Jesse Jackson has his haunting the south yeah. and west side of Chicago. It's why Jesse Jackson wears Bruno Molly's in his Escalade. Get out of here! It's not about did awareness. The, did you see the map of where the shootings occurred? Where there was like seventy in 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 a day or whatever. Um, <laughs> Did you see? No, serious. That's, that's you mean? That, wait number. a minute. That Chirac just just uh, did you? As, as hold sex for for peace didn't work. From uh, how'd that work? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, thanks for ruining Spike that. Lee. Go ahead. But man. yeah, the Reverend uh, Jesse Jackson. I know the uh, the map on that was was incredible because usually you'll see okay, sort of near west, mm-hmm. south sides, maybe something up you know northwest of Cragen, something like that, and it was literally as if somebody took red balls and just threw them at a map. The two women, did you see the two grandmothers that were yeah. shot in Maywood? Yep. I mean, this is, just, this is just beyond sickening. And you're going to blame guns? Listen to me. I mean, how many times must we go over this? This is the fact that we have soulless creatures among us. Well, if you want to blame And you know the guns. who made the, the soulless creatures? We did as a society. Yeah. We made them. Yeah. Because we've got On generational abandonment of your responsibility as a parent. It's not, this well, is not a black thing. This is a that. white thing, too. It goes well this before is, that. Yep. And I got news for you. You think it's not the white guy that wants to send his eight kids to school for free? Talking about how he pays his portion of, of rent and it's supposed to cover taxes? It's about socialism in general. Yeah. That's just the extreme of it. And until we eradicate it, until we have principles, until we are not being able to be bribed ourselves, we're going to lose in slow motion. And that's the only argument you have. Look at this disgrace. Yeah. In Chicago. Well, if you want to see an argument against, you know, whether banning guns and knives and stuff will work, look at London. London is, is having a ridiculous rash of violence. People are getting acid thrown on them. 
Yeah. Uh, car Venezuela? keys stuck in their neck. Now they're talking about banning car keys in certain areas of London. Did you see that? It is getting to the point of absolute ridiculousness. Yeah, the mayor. He wants to ban cars in certain areas instead yeah, because of people have on the keys problems. and they can be used as weapons. They're confiscating screwdrivers and pliers from You know people. why? Character and principles are Crazy. expensive. Yeah. It's expensive to have yeah. them. It's also very complicated to say in 30 seconds or less. Oh, what I love about Chicago is you know how you can buy principles and, and, and standards is with some penny ante job and some promise to live like a millionaire that you don't deserve in a pension. You know what? For one of those government jobs, you get a lot of good people doing a lot of bad things. I know, but they're the virtuous among us. The teacher slash daycare center worker. She's better than me. Well, you should I'm differentiate between the guys who are getting a pension that's equal to what they're getting paid and the people who are getting a pension that's equal to what they... Uh they earned for a year and a half prior at a, at a 300% raise. The data is irrelevant if you don't have the philosophy of liberty. It really is. Yeah. The data is irrelevant. We could throw all these numbers at you you want. But if you do not have the fundamental principles of true liberty, then you're willing to use your situation against your fellow man. And that is truly criminal. And that is true violence. And that's what's advocated, not just by Democrats, although they've perfected it as they become communists, but by Republican who have turned into Democrats. And if you think I'm wrong, listen to the Illinois Republicans. They sound like the yesterday's the Soviets. Sickening. And what are they? They want Pat Brady just to cut me in or cut it out. Yep. They just want their little piece of the pie, their little bit of these ghetto casinos called uh, video gambling and drugs. We're done, brother. Flush it. I, I should get one of those tidy we are costumes. Done. We're done too. All right, Liberty Hour. We'll be back next week. I'm going to be filling in Tuesday, and you know, Prof, I had to get all my philosophical analogies out because he doesn't like when I do that. We got to talk issues, and we'll be doing that Tuesday and Wednesday morning. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.